Dallas responded to Ohio hockey fans, listen up. Bobcat Hockey is back and better than ever, led by their first-year head coach, Cole Bell. Tune in every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. to the Ohio Hockey Coaches Show featuring myself, Jared Emsch. Each week, I'll have everything you need to know about Ohio Bobcat Hockey, including exclusive player interviews, plus I'll sit down with Coach Bell himself for game recaps and what to watch for for the upcoming week, only on Power 105. Hello, this is Jim Strickland from Steak and Shake. I use Personnel Plus to help me with my employment. Personnel Plus matches the skills and abilities of their job seekers with the needs of your business. If you're looking for qualified, dedicated, loyal employees, call Personnel Plus at 592-3416.
At Athens Cell Phone and Electronics Repair, we repair all brands of cell phones, tablets, and computers, including iPhones and Samsung devices. Whether it's a screen or battery replacement, logic board repairs, or charge ports, Athens Cell Phone and Electronics can fix it all. Why spend a bunch of money on a new device? With over 40 years of electronic experience, we'll repair your device for a fraction of the cost. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Saturdays from 8 a.m. to noon. Stop in and see us at Richland Avenue between Taco John's and McAfee's. Give us a call for a free estimate at 740-590-1677. What's your life worth for a loved one's? $100? $200? Seriously? That's what Ohio seems to think. They keep installing $100 stop signs and $200 cross bucks at dangerous railroad crossings instead of installing gates, proven the safest for everyone. Minimal signage? Seriously? Report ungated crossings at angelsontrack.org because bad crossings kill good drivers. Sponsored by Angels on Track, aired by OAB and the station. AM 970 and 97.1 FM. That's because we just put in a little uh, temporary thing. Yeah, the new system. Expensive and all of that. About three quarters of the way now completed in its installation. But that last quarter is always the toughest, isn't it? We think you're going to like it when it's done, though. In fact, we know you will. Over on FM, Power 105, that is to say, uh, where it's working, um, where it's 100% done, basically. Uh, We've had many compliments over there that even our sound quality is better. And uh, that's not one we were anticipating. So anyway, good morning, 970 WATH, 97.1 on FM. And... um, the party line on the air for this Monday. It is the 14th of October. Isn't today Columbus Day? Yes. Okay. Um, do we... Well, 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 see here. Now, Columbus Day, obviously, in Columbus, Ohio, is a, a big deal, right? But is it elsewhere? And if so, why? You know? I guess... Um, are you on here? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Check, check. Yeah, Hello. there it is. Columbus um, Day, check. Okay. <laughs> or cash, for that matter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see here. We're so, having a good time in here, folks. You uh-huh. know, kick, kicking around the patches and temporary stuff, right? Yeah. Just roll with it. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, I've been rolled several times this week. <laughs> now, let's see here. It Columbus like Day. Uh, help me out. Columbus Day. Columbus right. Day. Columbus Day. Day. Now, uh, how widely observed is that holiday? It is observed nationwide. Really? Yeah, it's a, actually a federal holiday today. Well, you mean the banks are closed? Every federal office is closed, yes. The post office is closed? I would think so, Yes. It is uh, one of ten federal holidays recognized nationwide by the U.S. government. It commemorates the arrival of Christopher Columbus in the Americas 
celebrated every second Monday of October and has been a federal holiday since 1937. Wow. How about that? Now, growing up in central Ohio, of course, it was a big deal. Columbus, Ohio, Mm -hmm. right? Sure. But um, I I don't know how big a deal it is elsewhere exactly, even though I've lived many places. Yeah. Now, banks are not required to close on on all federal holidays, for that matter, but many do. Well, I guess when I go to make the mail run and the bank run today, I'll find out. Mm Mm-hmm. Pretty sure the post office is closed, yeah, I'll bet. I'm pretty sure they are, too. Anyway. Okay, so uh, are, do other cities celebrate um, Columbus Day in a, any sort of parade thing like uh, Columbus, Ohio does? I would guess they do. There are um, a number of Columbus uh, cities across the U.S. Well, I got another one I can think of. It's Columbus, Georgia. And that's the only one I can think and of. Played baseball there. Do, do I have a times. caller? Good morning. Good morning. Um, there's also Columbus, Indiana. I think. Uh, I yes, think that's so. true. Yep. Uh, my question is: uh, Are the schools open today? I think they are. Well, they don't recognize the holiday, then, do they? If they're open, apparently not. <sighs> okay. Um, I'm not I have sure grand- if I've seen buses or not. Yeah. I did. I saw some buses. I thought I did. Yeah. But then I thought, well, maybe I imagined it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, again, like banks, schools are not required to close on uh, this holiday. So, um, anyway. Sometimes they use it as a makeup day yeah. for yeah. Okay. sometimes Something when there's a holiday. But. Yes. Given that all my kids are grown and my grandkids, uh, I don't exactly follow every morning's activity. Um, right. Anybody else? Give us a call. 592-6646. You bet. Thank you. Yes. 592-6646. Just to confirm that uh, Athens schools and, uh, for that matter, any other school district is doing their thing, right? Yes. 592-6646. Of course, put 740 in front of it, please. All right. We'll just verify that. Although, I somehow or other, I want to say they are open. But um, that's that's an odd thing, given this is a federal holiday mm-hmm. of sorts. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see here. October 14th it is. Already halfway through the month of October. Amazing. 78 days now left in this calendar year. Um, let's do our highlight in history on this date, but in the year 1947, U.S. Air Force Captain Charles E. Chuck Yeager became the first test pilot to break the sound barrier as he flew the experimental Bell XS-1. They later dropped the S part, just called it the X-1, which was a rocket plane over Murdoch Dry Lake in California. The sound barrier. Boom. Remember that? Remember those, uh, the sounds when it would pop it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just like a, every time you hear those really loud fireworks that are just a boom. Yeah. No no uh, visual effects or anything. That's what that reminds me of. As a youngster, that used to happen a lot. I would hear it, and yeah. my dad would say, that's so-and-so. So, in 
So that's our uh, highlight in history for today. We have, um, see, today's thought for the day, this comes from former President Dwight Eisenhower, whose years of life were 1890 to 1969. Short and sweet, if a problem cannot be solved, enlarge it. Make it bigger. That that wasn't the last part wasn't his, but I added it to it. Uh, here's what he said: If a problem cannot be solved, enlarge it. And I don't think he meant to make it worse. He meant make it bigger so it's easier to contend with. Okay. okay. Something that kind of gives me thoughts about uh, D Day. Preparation, the biggest ever invasion mm-hmm. on the Normandy coast, you know, was uh, not supposed to be as large at first, but it really grew. And he was a supreme commander at the time. Correct. All right. Well, let's see here. Uh, birthdays. Uh, Gary Grafman, um, classical pianist, ninety-one today. Uh, Carol Ballard, the uh, movie director, well-known also, 82. Melba Montgomery Montgomery from uh, the country music um, scene, uh, singer, 82 as well. John W. Dean III, former White House counsel, 81. Ralph Lauren, that's right, the fashion designer, 80. Um, ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. Uh, singer uh, Sir Cliff Richard, 79. Wasn't he... Uh, no, I'm getting confused. Like he had the song, We Don't Talk Anymore. Um, it's uh, so funny, We Don't Talk Anymore, and... Just a Devil Woman. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, those. He's 79? Wow. Mm-hmm. Time flies. Justin Hayward of the Moody Blues, one of my uh, years ago favorite groups. Still pretty pretty cool. Yeah, I had a chance to see them one time at Polaris Amphitheater. He's 73. In, yeah, when it was still in existence. They had an orchestra behind them. My goodness, was it beautiful. Mm-hmm. Arlene Zorkin from TV, 64. Um, World World Golf Hall of Famer Beth Daniel, 63. Thomas Dolby, singer and musician, 61. Laura Petty, Lori Petty, um, actress, as I recall, 64. No, 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 56, excuse me, 56. The sun's bothering me just a bit here. Let me get over here. Um, actor Steve Coogan, 54. Edward Kerr, another actor, 53. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, we do have a caller. Let me, let me do that first, because it might be about these schools. We'll see. Good morning. Good morning, David. Good morning. 
Morning, Scott. Good morning. Hey, on this uh, Columbus Day, uh, there is a movement across the nation to get rid of Columbus Day and change it to Indigenous People Day. I heard and, that. And uh, a lot of cities are changing um, their union contracts and all, and some places are going to take Veterans Day as a paid holiday rather than Columbus Day. So whether you believe Columbus was a good guy or a bad guy kind of depends on, I guess, whether you're a Native American or or immigrated here at some point. But uh, the real reason I called was about Joe Burrow. Wow, what an amazing game he had Saturday night. Oh, my. Um, in my neighborhood, um, for some reason or other, we have... TV coverage that a few of my neighbors don't, and so a habit has been um, occurring <laughs> where they they all come over and we have a good time. A tradition is building. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have a couple of couples that we get together with every time LSU plays, and uh, Joe had a spectacular night, and oh, wow. uh, and the ratings this morning LSU has moved up to number two in the college yes. rankings now. Ohio State, did you see what happened to them? Yeah, they're number four. They were tied for three. And, yes, they've yeah. just slipped a half a notch, I guess you would call it. But yeah. um, I think uh, I said back before the season started, wouldn't it be interesting if Ohio State and LSU were to play in the oh the bowl games at the end of the season in the playoffs? I oh would love it. And never thinking that ever had a chance of happening, but uh, LSU still has a couple of really difficult games on the schedule. But it's possible that that uh, Joe Burrow could end up playing against Ohio State in those playoffs. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yes, indeed. Yeah. Well, so thing is, uh, can you help us? Can you help us on this school bus stuff? Is school in session today or not? Well, I don't know. Now that my wife's retired, yeah. her her comment whenever I ask her about something about school-related activities, <laughs> she says her answer is, not my problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You were going to say enjoying, something. You were going to bring Yeah, she's enjoying else. her retirement very much. So. <laughs> uh, I was going to say that Wednesday starts the uh, Circleville Pumpkin Show. Mm-hmm. And it runs, I don't know whether it's Wednesday through Saturday or Wednesday through Sunday, but uh, if you've never been to it, it's well worth the, the short drive. You know, you go to Lancaster, and it's only another Route 22 10, 15 across. minutes. Yeah. yeah, 22. Sally Sauber, um, important member of our staff for many years, was a native of Circleville. And, of course, uh, this is a big week for her family. Right. Yeah. And my wife lived in Circleville for, I don't know, seven, eight years. And she uh, enjoyed it when she lived there. She doesn't have a lot of interest in going back now. I can't get her to go with me, but uh, I certainly <laughs> enjoy it. Uh, I remember as a child going to it. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's literally pumpkins everywhere oh, and all my. kinds of food with pumpkin in it and arts and crafts and music and and the heavy equipment yeah. they have to uh, carefully uh, place all those massive pumpkins. Oh, yeah, those things are 
1,500, 1,800-pound pumpkins. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. And on another note, uh, last Friday, Michelle and I went to uh, the Bob Evans Farm Festival. Oh, that's right. Rio Grande. I, I heard it was happening last weekend. And we we had a nice time there. The weather was perfect. And uh, so that, that's a, a, a nice event, well run, very well managed. So. Rather large. Yes. Yeah. So I'm enjoying retire too, being able to go to a lot of these festivals <laughs> and, and things. Uh, and there I love fall; it's my favorite time of year. Well, uh, what did you think of the Bobcats? Well, I didn't. I didn't go to the game. Ah, shame um, on you. <laughs> I was out. At, I, I actually went out to Jersey Fest. Okay, that afternoon, and supported those folks out there and. Wants to make some apple butter. And mm-hmm. I saw uh, the cool Hollow Boys, and I saw Rem- Remember Then, Tom Quinn's group. Yep. Enjoyed both those performances and had well, some homemade pie and floppy joes. Mm. Good time was had by all. <laughs> <laughs> well, there were plenty of options. We yeah. did. We did go to the game, and of course. In the long run, that was disappointing. Oh, yeah, yeah it, it's it's hard when you have a lead to, to let it get away from you. Yeah, but it, it was ticklish the whole way. I felt um, you just had a feeling these teams were very equal and and skilled, and um, I don't know. Anyway, it is what it is. Yeah. So. We're, you know me, I'm looking one We're one and one in the Mac. We're one and one in the Mac. Yeah. I'm a basketball fanatic, nut, and I'm looking forward to seeing what Jeff Bowles can do with our, our program. There's um, nothing much more fun than going to, uh, on a winter night, to uh, the convo. Absolutely. Yeah. Great thing to have here during the winter months. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Dan, good you to hear your voice. Thanks, Dan. Bye-bye. Yeah, all right. Bye-bye. I have a question. Try uh, me. Talking about being from Circleville there just a minute ago. Yes. Uh, maybe we should have asked Dan this, but uh, you know how people from Athens, we are called Athenians, right? They're Circleans. Circleans? No. And not I'm... Circle Villains? So Circle Villains. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just thought, I don't know why. I thought, what, uh, what are people from Circleville called? I know they call it Round Town. Um, rounders. Rounders? Could that I, be? I, did, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Do you want to be a villain from Circleville? Anybody knows the answer to this? Um, help us out. 592-6646. Just a hypothetical thought. Question. Rhetorical. Whatever. Questions like that rarely occur to me. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're here to bring it up. Okay. <laughs> All right. October 14th it is. Uh, so, besides Columbus Day, let's see here. It's National Dessert Day. Let's see. Dessert Desert. I always had trouble with that spelling. Is it desert or dessert? Dessert. Two S's for dessert? Yes. Okay. That's where my problem always lies. I can't remember that one. Think of it this way. You get a double portion. Get a double dessert. Double scoop. Okay, that works. 
<laughs> that should solve it for the rest of my life. Uh, well, we'll find out, won't we? <laughs> National Dessert Day. It's also Be Bald and Be Free Day. It's National American Day. No, 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 no. Native American Day. On Columbus Day. How about that? Then they list Columbus Day. National Kick Butt Day. And National Online Bank Day. (laughs) If if the banks happen to be closed, maybe. That's why, I suppose. guessing that, too. (laughs) We'll surmise that. Be bald and be free day? Mm, I guess. Not even going there. Okay. (laughs) Well, anyway, so we've done that. I'll set that over there. All right. Let's see here. We did birthdays, I think. In fact, we kind of stopped early, but let me just... I'll just say the youngest person listed today is, and I don't even know how to say his name, an actor, Max Thero, T-H-I-E-R-I-O-T, Thero or something like that, who's not all that young, 31. Very cool. So we've done that. All right. Now, hey, speaking of uh, Joe Burrow, you want to continue on with that? I guess. We we could, if you want to. Well, uh, depends as, on what it is. Well, I, I have people tell me that they appreciate you and I talking about Joe and the statistics he had because there's not much media coverage around here. That's what they told me. Now, I find my own, you find your own. Uh, your own. But uh, Joe, uh, like Dan said, was fantastic against uh, the number seven team in the country. 21 of 24. That is an 87.5% pass completion rate. 293 yards, three touchdowns. And uh, he sits at number two currently in the Heisman Trophy race behind uh, Alabama's quarterback. Unbelievable game. Well, not unbelievable. It is believable from uh, Joe, but uh, he also had uh, 43 yards rushing. And I'll tell you what, the young man just stood in there, and, you know, it was just kind of like another game to him. And uh, took it all in stride. He was tied at halftime and came out and showed what he's all about. Now they go to Mississippi State. This uh, weekend, uh, that's for me. I think that's a trap game for LSU. Then they host Auburn the following week. A what game? A trap game. T R A P. What does that mean? Mississippi State is unranked at the moment, and they've got nothing to lose. So they will get uh, get the guns. uh, Well, the big hammers out and give LSU their best shot. And it's at Mississippi State, which is a game that LSU should win. But that's why they call it a trap game because, okay. uh, you know, you, you never know on any given Saturday or Thursday or Tuesday. With the way in November's schedule, there'll be a lot of weeknight games coming up next month. But uh, the following, uh, they will host number 11, Auburn. So they, they're going to have some tough games coming up. Uh, the Buckeyes were off Ohio State as uh, we touched on them just a bit. As you mentioned, they dropped to number four in the football rankings. With a bye. Yes, with a bye week. They play this Friday night at Northwestern. All right. High school sports? Yeah. Late on us? Well, you're... All right. You're um, 
you, you know, you're so much better at keeping track of this stuff than I am. Well, we give our best anyway. Uh, Athens Bulldogs, they hosted Megs on the Plains Friday night. They were winners 60-24. to 24. Uh, They will travel to Wellston, who is having a pretty decent season this year. That'll be a tough game for the Bulldogs. The uh, tougher than a $2 stake, Trimble Tomcats get another shutout as they beat Miller 48-0. to uh, They will travel to Stewart to take on the Lancers of Federal Hawking uh, coming up this Friday. The Buckeyes of Nelsonville, York, uh, lost to Wellston 36-7 to at home, which is a pretty big margin of loss for the Buckeyes to lose at home like that. And again, Wellston having a pretty good season uh, this year. Federal Hawking, as I mentioned, uh, will host uh, Trimble this Friday night. And Alexander, the Spartans, come up with a shutout themselves at River Valley. They win 35-0. to uh, They will host Nelsonville, York this Friday night in Albany. And there are the five Athens County teams that we like to tell folks about. Incidentally, the Bobcats will uh, host Kent State this weekend. Now that should be a win for the Bobcats. I thought Saturday would be. Uh, Let me change topics a little bit. Sure. We have... um um, two, two, two things here. Let's see, 14, 15, 16, 17. Yeah. Okay, two things are going on that. Um, um, so, normally, you know, we have the mayor each month on the program, uh, Steve Patterson. Um, we have an election coming up in November. And. The FCC says that candidates, even um, even those already holding the office, um, uh, for a certain period of time before um, a general election in a lesser time, but also before a primary election, um, candidates may only be... Um, Involved on a broadcast station, that means radio or television, uh, in a news capacity. So uh, he was scheduled to be here for a regular review, and and that doesn't qualify as a news capacity. So um, Thursday of this week, um, we will not have Steve Patterson, even though that had been put on the schedule months ago. Uh, I sent him a note. Haven't had a response yet, but he may have been busy this weekend and just not seen it yet. But to uh, say we can't do that show. Now, as as luck would have it, I have to be out of town that day. So uh, Scott, Scott, at, at the very worst, is going to have a free-for-all. And I, I don't mean worst, but... Um, <laughs> at the very least. Yes, we'll there we go. <laughs> That's a far better way of saying it. I knew what you meant. But um, <laughs> let's see. We do have a show on Wednesday. Where did I lose my information here? But it's it concerns. Here it is. Um, it deals with breast cancer. And, you know, my wife had it. Um, now has had a reoccurrence of it. Um, 
And is is this a is this thing breast cancer more common in urban areas or rural areas? There has been some study of all of this, and so Shannon Nix is going to be joining us to discuss, you know, breast cancer, and it's an important topic because it's a rather you know, as cancers go, it is more commonly breast cancer than some other types, if you know what I mean. I'm not saying I'm not sure I'm saying that very well, but I think you get the gist of it. So that's our topic on um, Wednesday. And as of right now, we don't have a guest for tomorrow's program, but that's we'll have fun just the same. Okay, so going on. Um, let's see. When we have free-for-alls, we often give you some historical stuff. So on this very date, but the year was 1066, the Battle of Hastings occurred, in which William the Conqueror and his Norman army defeat the English forces of Harold II. And Harold himself was killed in that battle. In 1322, on this day, Robert the Bruce of Scotland defeats King Edward II of England at Byland, forcing Edward to accept Scotland's independence. You know, I have a cousin, Walter, who has lived in Scotland for 40 years. Um, he has become a citizen of that nation. Um, I don't think he's given up his U.S. citizenship. I think he has dual citizenship. He was instantly raised in Cleveland. Uh, College of Worcester grad and then other places as well. He is a professor at the University of Edinburgh in Scotland. And um, one of my bucket lists is to visit him in Scotland. I think Scotland's, uh, it has a lot of importance to my family's uh, heritage and um, my adopted family's heritage. And um, so I'd like to do that someday. All right, moving on. What else do we have here? In 1774, on this date, the First Continental Congress makes a declaration of colonial rights that took place in Philadelphia. 1933, on this date, Nazi Germany announces its withdrawal from the League of Nations. 1982, President Reagan at the time proclaims a war on drugs. This has been a long war, hasn't it? Sure has. And seems to have been gotten worse. All right, let's see here. Uh, Beth Daniel, birthday. Uh, today is her sick. Would be her sixties. Is her sixty-second birthday. She's still with us. Uh, I'm guessing someone in sports. Um. I might guess that too. 
She is indeed in sports. An American pro golfer. I was thinking golf. Mm-hmm. I just had a hunch. Okay. Um, George Grenville. Uh, looks very colonial in his photograph. He lived from 1712 to 1770. Grenville. And um, was born on this date in 1712. Now, why should we want to know about him? Uh, well, according to what I'm seeing, he was a British Whig statesman who rose to the position of Prime Minister of Great Britain. He was born into an influential political family and first entered Parliament in 1741 as an MP for Buckingham. No clue what MP is. Um, oh, it's just on the tip of my tongue. Is it Prime Minister backwards? No. <laughs> it's, um... Just kidding. <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's like a congressman, someone who represents a territory, okay. a, a, a region. Anyway, um, Dwight Eisenhower, President Eisenhower, mm-hmm. today would have been his birthday were he alive... Uh, he was born in 1890, died in 1969. William Penn, born on this date in 1644, died in 1718. Now, what about famous deaths that occurred on this date? We have Aaron Rommel, the general, right? Yep. Died on this date in 1944. Born in 1891. Erwin Rommel. Harold II. We're not sure of his birth date for some reason or other, but he died on this date in 1066. Incidentally, Erwin Rommel was a field commander for the Nazis. And on D-Day, December 6, 1944, he was convinced that the weather was much too bad for the Allies to invade Normandy. Mm-hmm. So he went home to celebrate his wife's birthday, if I remember correctly. And was nowhere near when that invasion happened. And another tidbit, MP in Britain, a member of Parliament. Yes. So, so you, I were, was, you were right on it. I was uh, correct. I just couldn't remember the specific. Mm-hmm. That uh, was it. Yeah. Okay, um, we, I came across a study. Bless you. Mercy, that felt good. I, <laughs> I love to sneeze. Isn't that amazing how much better you feel after that? I've heard so many people say that. Really? Yeah, it does make you feel, me. I mean, it opens your sinuses a little bit. Well, I do like to sneeze. Yeah, something about that. And one of the... Um, things that causes me to sneeze is bright sunshine. Mm, yep. You ever get that feeling where you got one right on the cusp and oh, you can't oh, get it out? What do you do? Yeah, yeah. You just sort of... Look at the sun or bright light or something like that. I do remember, folks, some of you <coughs> re- remember Harold Brown. Oh, yes. An accountant. Yes. CPA and all of that. Avid motorcycle rider in his no, no, Stop, you're giving away something. I'm sorry. Okay, so then he had a son, Kevin Brown. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think Kevin is uh, one of our school bus drivers he is. presently. Yep. yep. 
Kevin, as a young man, was, I think, nationally ranked for uh, off-road motorcycle... Um, motocross. Motocross stuff. Yeah. He actually raced uh, around the world. Huh? He actually raced overseas a few times. Oh, 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 oh. I thought... I was wondering it, how you would ride around the world. Well, but nice. Not you very mean. easy. Overseas. Yeah. <laughs> Get a little wet. Very carefully. Okay. That's how you do it. Anyway, <laughs> so years ago, and Harold was uh, our accountant uh, all the time he had his practice, um, he said that, that, you know, you should go riding with us someday. And I used to ride motorcycles out in Wyoming. There I go. Da, da, da. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and uh, nearly always off-road. So I felt comfortable doing this. So we did it. And up where North Point is now is where we did it. It wasn't developed at all up there then. All the houses and all. Um, and we came to this one spot and instead of powering through a deep rut, I backed off. Well, that causes your tire to jam in. And so I did a somersault off of it and fell hard onto the ground. And the two of them came, circled back, and they're laughing at me. And I couldn't <laughs> get my breath, couldn't get my wind. And anyway, my ribs hurt. And it was the next morning driving to work in the bright sunshine, and I went to sneeze, and I heard that crack. Yep. And I could not play golf the rest of the summer. I had cracked two ribs. Well, you see, the funny thing about this is, you know, I knew I couldn't compete with Kevin. Here he is, this big deal motorcycle guy. But I thought, Brownie's older than I am. I can keep up with him. He's, he's, you know, not knowing that Brownie himself had had a similar background of success. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes, he did. Yeah, they've been family friends of ours for years since we were kids. Sure. When I was a kid, anyway. We used to uh, go to uh, Caravan to Myrtle Beach together with about five or six families. And uh, they were one of them. Always had great times there with all the families that went. How'd this all start? Just because I sneezed on the air, yes, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, if people have ever had an injury like that or soreness of some sort. Oh, the boy, ribs. Oh, you let one rip? Yeah. The ribs uh, are particularly painful. Yeah. All right. So I brought in this story this morning. As I do periodically, this is the short version from Wallet Hub. It's entitled "The Fastest Growing Cities in America." Now, the full report, and I really want to distill it and bring it in yet. But if I had printed it all, it was fifty-nine pages. So I didn't do that. Um. But I brought in a two-pager. 
But I, I will um, analyze this report and bring in some more important or some more exact stuff. But here, here we go. So the, with the Census Bureau reporting that South and West held 14 of the 15 cities with the largest population gains during 2018, the Personal Finance website, WalletHub Today, released its report on 2019's fastest-growing cities in America. To determine where the most rapid local economic growth occurred over a period of seven years, WalletHub compared 515 U.S. cities across 17 key metrics. The data set ranges from population growth to college-educated population growth to unemployment rate decrease and in addition, we produced a separate ranking by city size. Okay. So, 515 cities. And as I said, I'll have to study this in more detail to bring in some more information. But, the fastest growing cities in America. Let's just do the top ten. Lehigh Acres in Florida is number one. Mount Pleasant, South Carolina, number two. Bend, Oregon, where Nick used to work. Son Nick um, is number three. And Bend is remarkable. I have some knowledge of it. Um, Enterprise, Nevada is fourth. Frisco, Texas is fifth. Fort Myers, Florida, sixth. Meridian, Idaho, 7th. St. George, Utah, 8th. Cape Coral, Florida, 9th. And Round Rock, Texas, 10th. Now let's go the other direction. The slowest growing cities in America. Which can also mean... I'm almost sure it can also mean a decrease in population. But we'll see. Maybe I should not have said that at this point, not until I do a little more studying of this. Anyway, Portsmouth, Virginia was 506th. Now, WRIP, which we owned uh, from 1987 to 1990, um, was in Portsmouth, Virginia. We say Norfolk, but Portsmouth is like a suburb of Norfolk. Anyway, so it's among the slowest growing cities. Waterloo, Iowa, Anchorage, Alaska, Albany, Georgia, Springfield, Illinois, Decatur, Illinois, Davenport, Iowa, Erie, Pennsylvania, coming in next to last, Canton, Ohio. And then last is Shreveport, Louisiana. Um, as I said, I, I I think this is a very rough, too elementary report of what we should be talking about, and I will try to later this week bring in more detail. But sixty-page report 
when I went to print it this morning, and I said, whoa, uh, I don't want to waste that much paper. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't. I'll do some uh, extractions. Where am I putting? Over here, I guess. Okay. Now, uh, Westerville, Ohio. Right next to my hometown of Worthington. I used to go over and study astronomy there. Um, They had an observatory and all of that. Telescope. And it was before that town was so built up and they didn't have a whole lot of interfering lights. Which uh, hampers your telescope operations. Well... Um, is it tomorrow night? I think that the Democratic candidates are going to be featured coast to coast on all the networks with an, yet another debate. And obviously, is this the last debate of its nature? I kind of think it is. Um, before the election occurs. So the campus is that of Otterbein. There are connections between Ohio University and Otterbein, like former uh, provost of our university is now, or was at least, the president up at Otterbein. Um, There's others. Great, great little school, what you call a liberal arts school. Um, anyway, now that all these candidates had a a dinner meeting of sorts with the public and the media, um, I think either last night or the night before. But the actual debate. I think is tomorrow night. I think that is correct. Yes. Um, other stories in the news. Um, the, the, there's been a turning point in the Syrian war. Syrian troops entered Kurdish-controlled territory today for the first time in years after a deal between the government and the Kurdish leaders. The agreement came in the face of a Turkish invasion and President Trump's decision to withdraw U.S. troops who had long fought alongside the Kurds against the Islamic State. And the Islamic State, or ISIS, is They've come back to life. Amazing. Um, and this turkey thing, I just, it's, I just don't understand why certain things were done now. Doesn't, doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Bernie Sanders is back in action. You remember, what, two weeks ago he had a, a heart attack. And um, so now his job is uh, not only to be uh, 
popular with some people, but to also convince others that he will be he has the strength to run a forceful campaign when he joins the Democratic debate tomorrow up in Westerville. This whole vaping thing continues to be worrisome and perhaps very dangerous. Uh, Scott has discovered that I this is not the last of the Democratic hopefuls debates. There's another one on November 20th. Um, okay, now... That is the one that is only definite according to the the uh, Democratic National Committee schedule uh, so to, it, to be determined. None of these names appear in our November ballot this year. It's the spring ballot, the primary election mm-hmm. of next year, where mm-hmm. they finally are appearing, right? Yeah. Okay, I was off by a whole almost six months. Yeah, but uh, th- this debate has the time and place... Uh, to be determined, it's going to be in the metro Atlanta area, according to the uh, DNC schedule. And the sponsor will be MSNBC and the Washington Post. This whole thing, though, back to um, vaping. Uh, Mercy, it's kind of scary. And uh, I hope they can get to this figured out. And, um, and quickly. All right, what else do we have here? I'm turning my pages rapidly, seeing if there's any really um, huge items. There's a number of stories at any given moment, but how many of them are critical when you have two minutes remaining in your program, if you get my drift? Okay, I don't think any are. Um, Let's turn our attention over here. Uh, So, as we said, U.S. troops are to withdraw from chaotic northern Syria. Syrian army faces Turkish forces. Who's up next to testify in impeachment inquiry? Okay, so, uh, yeah, I forgot to mention the impeachment quandary continues and now I guess Gordon Sondland who was uh, the president's hand-picked ambassador to the European Union is now among administration officials being subpoenaed to appear on Capitol Hill this week against the wishes of the White House Japan had a typhoon Dozens are dead. A lot of searching going on there. Rescue crews are digging through mudslides and swollen rivers and so on and so forth, trying to find uh, anybody else who may have been um, killed. 36 found so far. And really, I guess we're out of time. Folks, we want you to have a wonderful day out there. It is Columbus Day. Um, Take care. And we'll do it all over again tomorrow morning right here on 970. It's 10 o'clock.
This is CBS News on the Hour. Real news, real reporting. I'm Gary Nahn. The Trump administration's keeping close watch on developments in northern Syria as the Turkish military offensive against the Kurds goes on. CBS News correspondent Cammie McCormick at the Pentagon. Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin said the president's national security team will present him with options later today. This is obviously an evolving situation. It's, it's complicated. We are monitoring it daily. Uh, we'll be having another meeting in the Situation Room this morning with the national security team. Appearing on CNBC, Mnuchin said the U.S. is worried about the humanitarian situation as the Turks expand beyond the area where the offensive first began. That prompted more U.S. troops to move out of the area as the Syrian army, the Turks, the Kurds, and various other groups step up the fighting. Cammie McCormick, CBS News, the Pentagon. The Saturday shooting death of Atatiana Jefferson in Fort Worth, Texas, is causing backlash against the police department there. A white cop killed a black woman in her own house. A neighbor called police, warning that her front door was open. Police spokesman Brandon O'Neill says... The released body camera footage shows the officers walk around to the back of the house. The officer observed a person through a rear window in the, in the residence and fired a shot at that person. The officer who fired the shot, now on administrative leave, is to be questioned later today. The White House says that President Trump strongly condemns a graphically violent parody video that depicts a, a likeness of him killing opponents and members of the news media. Press Secretary Stephanie Grisham says that Mr. Trump has not yet seen the video, but will soon do so. The video was shown at a pro-Trump event at one of his Florida resorts. Suicide attempts among African-American teenagers have been climbing sharply since the early 1990s. CBS's Vicki Barker with some of the reasons why. The study by the American Academy of Pediatrics notes that black teenagers...